the Chapters podcast. This is the complete history, adventures, and predicaments of two evidently redundant sentience. I'm one of your hosts, Holly. And I'm another one of your hosts, Zoe. And today we are doing Chapter 4, The Recluse. The Recluse, defined by a person who lives a solitary life and tends to avoid other people. Now, we're not recluses no in we, the literal sense but yes. we have maybe some reclusive type tendencies sometimes yes. we can relate to the recluse on certain seasons of life yeah i feel like this is definitely more me than you oh yeah zoe's definitely more of a go out and have fun person i'm definitely more of our stay at home girly mm-hmm. which brings me to when do you feel most reclusive because for me, it's kind of all the time. Like, I could stay home all day, every day, and be okay just about. Yeah. But for you, is it, like, related to your period or the weather or life? Like, what kind of makes you feel that reclusive type feeling? Um, I think it kind of depends. So, like, I think there's different levels of, like, how reclusive I can be. So let's say, for example, like if I'm in a situation where I feel like maybe like my privacy has been kind of like violated or like I have really high anxiety or I'm like overwhelmed, then I think I have a tendency to be like, okay, I just need to take a step back and like get more reclusive and just like, yeah, like kind of hide away. Um, But then there's also like versions where I'm just like, I'm tired. Like I'm just exhausted from having to like feel like I'm on all the time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like. When they say like extroverted and introverted isn't necessarily like how loud or whatever you are outside, it's actually how you recharge. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I feel like I can be more of an introvert in my recharging stages. Yeah. Where like, yeah, I can force myself to go out even when I don't want to. Yeah. And still probably seem like I am ready to partay. But truly, I think just being in my own space and kind of reclusive is what really like refuels me. And gets me, like, back <laughs> into, like, my normal life. Yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Mask what? is literally begging me for pets. He's needy, boy. Come here, bud. Every time we freaking record a podcast, he's like, Mom. <laughs> the way she just snatched him up. Yeah. <laughs> like a real hard mother. when I only have one hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel the same. Like, we know that I'm definitely on that introverted side. Mm-hmm. Um, that, like, I definitely like desperately need my time like alone in my own space to like yeah. recharge and all that sort of stuff. Um, cause I'm, I'm, I'm a huge homebody. Like I said, yeah. I could I could pretty much stay home all day, every day. And like, I feel like I would be fine, perfectly fine with that. Like I just, I love being in my house. I love working on things in my house, whether it's physically working on the house mm-hmm. or just like, doing work in my house that's why I value having a work from home position so Mm -hmm. much just because like even like like when we go to the office sometimes we'll go and we don't even go like we don't like leave at 8 a.m to get there at 9 a.m and then leave at 5 p.m to get home at 6 Mm p.m we'll leave at like 9 30 10 a.m to uh to deal with traffic because the traffic can be so bad it knocks 30 minutes off of our drive if we go later so we'll work the morning drive in at 10 a.m. and then work till like 3.30 or 4, come home and then finish the work day. Yeah. So it's not even a full work day at the office and mm-hmm. we won't even done have done anything crazy, but I will come home exhausted. literally exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it's what's so weird about it is that 
our office is empty 95% of the time. Like most of the time when Zoe and I go into the office, it's me and two other guys that are in a completely separate area we of the office. We don't even turn the lights on sometimes. Yeah. And like we don't even <laughs> see those two other people except when we walk in, we say, hey, how you guys doing? And we walk yeah. out, we say, bye, have a good night. Like that's literally exactly. it. So it's not even that it's like people. It's just like fit, like literally physically being away from the house for whatever reason just drains me. Yeah. Um, Or like even sometimes when we're out running errands, like – I'll run two or three errands and I'll have like two or three more that I kind of should or do need to do, mm -hmm. but I'll just be like, fuck it and come home yeah. because I just get to a point where I'm like, oh my God, I've been out for so long. I just want to be at home. Like mm -hmm. I just, ugh. um, no, I definitely get that. But, um, yeah. So for you, what is like satisfying about staying home? Like, like, why do you like to be at home? Like what is, um, well, I don't need to expand. I feel like that's, um, so what do you enjoy about it? How does it make you feel? Um, I just like I think as I've gotten older, there is just something about quiet. Ah. Like, oh yes. my gosh. Like I do love a quiet. Like just like being in a room <laughs> with no extra like whatever. Like, and sometimes my I will just like have something on in the background, like, you oh, know, yeah. like the little ambiance type things and I'll read or whatever but sometimes literally just like chilling like maybe you can hear like the nature in the background but like I will just exist yeah and just exist and have that's me in my car a lot actually oh yeah I love to drive with no nothing like that I don't don't get me wrong I do listen to music a lot I do listen to like my books a lot but if I have a drive that's like under 20 minutes most of the time I'll just sit in silence with my thoughts and it's kind of therapeutic, honestly. Like, I, I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast before mm -hmm. where, like, we don't have enough time to just be alone with our brain. Like, we're just naturally so addicted to being entertained mm -hmm. that we want to constantly have something on. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it does feel like kind of a relief to just, like, Not, be. To just you, be. Do you talk to yourself? No. Okay. <laughs> you talk to yourself? I don't. Oh. But I have a friend who said, like, she, she really appreciates her quiet time. She has kids, and she was like, sometimes if it's like a drive to the like whatever in the morning, she realizes that like it may just start off with her like being like, okay, talking through her day, but then she'll like, what do you mean like talking through her day? Like she'll talk about like what she's gonna do today, oh, like, like eight a.m. I have like, a meeting, like go, kind of going through her to do go. list. Oh, yeah, okay. And she was like, I started saying it out loud just to like help myself, like whatever. And she was like, then I realized. I might look psychotic because there's no music on, it's real quiet, and all I hear is my own voice. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, yeah, that's do unique. what you need to do. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do what you need to do. But yeah, I, I haven't, I mean, I know people talk to themselves. I mean, I talk to myself in the sense that like if I am alone and I drop something or fuck something up, I'll literally be like, Holly, what are you doing? Or like mm -hmm. something like that. But mm -hmm. I don't like just talk. Yeah. It's more like a reactionary thing where I'm <laughs> I just, just like, talk. you know what I mean? Like I yeah. like, it, most of the time it's like reactive where I'm like, what are you doing? Or like, yeah, why did you do that? Or like, that was so dumb. Like I'll say something about myself to myself, Same. but I don't just like conversate. I like <laughs> whenever I need to do stuff, like maybe it's clean or pack or whatever. Yeah. And I like, am not motivated to do it. I'll be like, all right, Zoe. All right. Like I'll Zoe, say it out on. loud. I'll yeah, be like, yeah, okay, yeah. come on, come on and then you gotta I'll, you know, your own yeah, hype, like, hype myself up but yeah <laughs> that's, that's about it that's um funny. so one thing that i was reading about is like recluses oftentimes like 
being a recluse is related to like social anxiety and mental health mm. and stuff like that. Do you feel like, do you feel like you struggle with social anxiety at all? And to what extent? And does that affect like your uh, tendency to be or not be reclusive? Um, I feel like I can struggle with social anxiety depending on like where I'm at. I was going to say, I feel like everyone can a little bit. Like <clears throat> for the most part, I would say I don't really have social anxiety. I've grown up having to do a lot of like social events and like yeah. be on and like whatever. So like that part, I feel like I'm very good at like, even if I was not in the mood, I'm good at putting up a front. Yeah. Um, But like on the inside, I probably do have a bit of social anxiety, mm -hmm. especially if like I really, really like don't want to be there or like I know people are going to be there that I don't want to speak to, but I know I'm going to have to force myself to yeah. or I'm going to have to like sit at this fancy dinner with a bunch of people that I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then I'm just like anxious mostly sorry, because I don't want to be there. Yeah. But if it's like I've chosen to be there or I'm in like a comfortable situation, no. Like, for example, girls' night. Mm. I don't have social anxiety then. Yeah. Even if it is a big group of girls. Like, I'm chilling. We're chilling, yeah. But like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I also, I will say sometimes when I go out to like clubs with like mm. our group of friends, even if I'm surrounded by all of our friends, I can get social anxiety there. Just for like the fact of like, it is a social event and it's very big and there's a lot going on and a lot of things to look at and pay attention to and your friend, like just like environmental anxiety though yeah. in that sense. Like yeah. less like because I have to speak to a lot of people because truthfully I don't. Yeah. Um, but I would say like my percentage of social anxiety is maybe like under 20%. Mm -hmm. Like very low. Yeah. What about you? I, well, it's funny because I realized when we, so obviously we both have like performancey backgrounds and I, it made me realize that I definitely think our differences and our mediums of performance probably contributed or didn't contribute to social anxiety because obviously with theater, that's a lot of talking, talking to people, mm -hmm. being open and comfortable with your emotions. Yeah. And, you know, singing and, and just putting yourself out there in a very different way than dance does and specifically ballet does. Yeah. And like, like no one's telling you to fail boldly at dance. Whereas yeah. Like, like that don't is like, fail. Yeah. Be perfect. And it's like the <laughs> other way where it's like fail boldly, improv, do these crazy things. You're yeah. like, yeah. But even like one of the biggest things that gives me social anxiety is that like, I'm just not a good conversationalist in the sense that like it doesn't flow naturally for me right like a lot of people they can just talk and talk 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 you know what I mean and like it flows really naturally for me I'm like listening to what you're saying but I'm also thinking of what I'm gonna ask next to make it there not be like a weird lull in the conversation because I just oh. it doesn't come easily to me and I was thinking about the fact that because dance you don't talk yeah there's no you know what I mean like there's no performance where I'm also using words yeah like, I've never other than summer camp performed yeah, yeah, you know, yeah or recently that I had to use words mm -hmm. so it's just interesting and I feel like that maybe has something to do with it because it's just so completely different and like how you put yourself out there mm -hmm. but that leads me into one thing that I did want to talk about like relating to social anxiety is 
I wanted to talk kind of about how acting class really broke a lot of my social anxiety. Oh, yeah. Because this was, when did I sign up for that first acting class? Like about two years ago, I think. Um, I just wanted like a new creative outlet because I'd quit bodybuilding for a while and I wasn't powerlifting, which I know those don't seem like creative outlets, but they were because they, to me, because they had like that training and then performance mm-hmm. aspects to them. Like you train, train, yeah. train, 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 and then you have like your performance, whether it's a bodybuilding show or a powerlifting meet, like absolutely still kind of that performance aspect to me. So for me, it did feel like a creative outlet. And after I took powerlifting, because of my injuries, I was kind of looking for something. And I was like, well, maybe I'll try acting again. Because I literally tried acting at one uh, theater camp at Georgia Tech when I was a kid. That was like mm-hmm. a four-week camp. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nothing crazy. Um, and ever since then, I just hadn't done anything. So I was like, I'm going to go to an acting class and see what's happening. And I yeah. told myself, I'm going to go to acting class. And I'm going to like cheerily introduce and ask the name. Introduce myself and ask the name of every single person that walks through the door. So okay. like first person walks through the door. I think his I think it was this guy, Noah. Um, and I was like, Hi, my name is Holly. Like, this is your first class. Like, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I like forced myself. That's like so it, good though. Almost like, like I was being a character in the mm-hmm. sense that I was like, normally I would go sit in the back of the class and wait for someone to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But like I sat in the front row and I was like, I'm gonna be so happy and cheery and like whatever, whatever, and put myself out there. And I did. And over the course of that. Because then I took like four or five more acting classes after that. It really helped me with social anxiety because Mm -hmm. then it's so funny. All of our friends, I had to be like, yeah, guys, I was like quiet in high school. I wasn't (laughs) like I wasn't like popular, like had a lot of friends or loud or anything like that. Like I'm very different now than I used to be. Um, And so, yeah, just if you're really struggling with social anxiety, maybe try an acting class. And if you force yourself to like put yourself out there for one class and then another class, eventually it kind of comes naturally. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it just, I forced myself into that uncomfortability and then now it just kind of is natural and I don't mm-hmm. feel as, I still get social anxiety for sure. Yeah. But it's not nearly as bad it was as what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Like I still, you know, struggle with it on days, but not like a daily basis. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, that makes sense to me because growing up, in the theater that I did, one of the biggest things they teach you is that you're learning life skills through stage skills. And yeah. so it's like, you really like, as you get older, you can definitely see how like theater can contribute to all of those. Just That's like so funny because our, um, our mission statement at the dance theory group was, um, life excellence and dance lifelong, lifelong values, or was it skills? One of the two mm-hmm. excellence and dance lifelong values or lifelong skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but like same. It's yeah. like learning life skills through this medium that mm-hmm. is like kind of unexpected, but it yeah. it does happen. Yeah. I definitely think that also because my grandfather would take me to so many events outside of just acting where I like had to be like on my P's and Q's and like yeah. speaking to like high donors and like all that kind of stuff. Like the whole like smoozing and like that kind of vibe. Yeah. I definitely was like. There's no time for social anxiety. Yeah, you just got to so, do what you got to do. Yeah, definitely. Ooh, like I have a sneeze and it's like not <laughs> coming out and it's bothering me so bad. Yeah, and also I feel like, sorry, I just thought of another thing that probably good. contributed to mine is like I, when I was in college, I did fundraising and development. So I had to be comfortable like asking people for money. 
Oh and, like, yeah, just, that's like, that hard. Whole thing like asking people to fund a nonprofit. I would literally, like, I would literally die. Yeah, and it's like you might know the person or you might not. Like I remember we had to do a presentation to I think it was CBNT, like a big bank, and like. I'm in there just like going in and it's like, there's no room for you to be like uncomfortable Shy about it. Yeah. yeah. You just gotta so, be like, Hey, give me money. Yeah. Like literally <laughs> give me the money. Give me the money. You want to um, sponsor this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, so saying all that to say, going back to like the reclusiveness piece of all this, I still feel like I need to be in a specific mood mm-hmm. to go out. Like I have to be, and this is why I hate how sometimes our group plans last minute things because yeah. it's like no matter how hard I might like try or even like want to go hang out with our friends, if mm-hmm. I'm not ready for it like mentally and emotionally, <laughs> it's hard. I cannot like get myself to go. Um, so I'm curious how it is for you because you're a little bit more spontaneous than me, I would say, in the sense that like mm-hmm. sometimes our friends will text us at midnight and you will go. Like yeah. you'll be like, yeah, like yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah when I just can't. So I'm curious, like how it's different for you to be okay with going out. Like, how do you make that decision that like you can go do that? If that makes sense. Um, like obviously it's probably just like a feeling. Yeah. I will say it's like, well, mm, okay. So it does depend on how I feel for sure. Like if I'm like just already had a shit day and you want me to like, go do something that's, like, super wild, like, go out to the bars or something and, like, go hard, I might not want to do that. But if I, like, had a shitty day and y'all are, like, let's do a last-minute, like, game night or, like, chill at the house or, like, you know, whoever's going to be making music, whatever, like, just come hang out, I might be more inclined to do that even though I'm, like, not necessarily in the mood. Yeah. I will say also since we've moved a little bit See, those are, like, literally equal to me. Okay. Like, those no, things are no different. They're not to me. Yeah. Because to me, going to hang out, play games, like, whatever, at somebody's place is real low-key. Like, I like hanging out with people. Like, well, specific people. Like, the right people would have to invite me to do it. Yeah. But, like, that kind of thing is, like, I know I'm going to do that anyway tonight is, like, just chill out. So, like, would I rather chill out by myself or with friends? I might lean towards my friends more. Or I do lean more towards with my friends than I do by myself. Yeah. Unless like maybe we've already been doing so much stuff that whole weekend where I'm like, mm. okay, now I need my alone time. Need like, time. Yeah. But for the majority, like I was saying, like I'm, I'm gonna lean towards like doing something with my friends. But if it's like going out where like now I'm going to have to put on makeup and now I'm going to have to look cute and now I'm going to have to do whatever that just feels like more of a chore to get ready to go out unless like, like for example, there was that one night I left Columbus and went straight out with everyone and I didn't even have any cute clothes specifically to like go out with. Um, You weren't there. You didn't come. It was the night we did the karaoke thing. Oh. And I literally wore Chacos to that bar because (laughs) I didn't have, but I was like over the situation I was in and I was like, you know what? I need to let I, loose and have some fun. I was fun. like, I'm going to drive the two hours and go. I was like, I have time. I'm going to get there in time. See, and I was like, I'm there. And so, yeah. And I know like. I wouldn't drive would 20 like, minutes. Like no, literally. <laughs> and so I was like, it just depends. Like if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I yeah. don't, I don't. But for the most part, like I've, I think I just value like 
that time with these people. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, well. And I think I do have a little bit of FOMO, but not enough to where, like, if I didn't go, I'd really be that bad. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it just, I don't know. It really does depend. Like, I just don't feel like I'm ever, like, I don't ever feel bad if I say no, but I don't ever feel like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't yeah. really, like, go yeah. or the other. That is one thing that I wish I was, like, better about because... Sometimes I do, and I don't really get like FOMO in like the FOMO sense that like we talk about it, but sometimes I do feel like I'm missing out, especially if almost everyone is there except me. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all are all making a memory together and I'm like not, not there. there and like mm-hmm. y'all are going to joke about it and I'm going to be like, huh? <laughs> cool. Like yeah. I'm not going to know. And like sometimes I do feel like sad or whatever about that, but mm-hmm. It's also one of those things where if I did force myself to go out, I know that I wouldn't have fun. And I know that I would be probably be the Debbie Downer. And again, it has nothing to do with who the the activity is with, what the activity is, whatever. It's literally for me if I'm leaving my house or not. Yeah. All activities are on the same wavelength. It's if I'm leaving my house or not. Mm -hmm. If there was an impromptu game night and everyone's like, Holly, we're coming over to your house. I'd be like, sweet. So Mm -hmm. much fun. Down for that. But for some reason, it's like such a mental hurdle if it's just as simple as I have to leave my house. Yeah. Um, It's a loss of comfort maybe in a sense. Yeah. Or it's just like, it's just, um, it feels so much like a chore. Like to like go out and drive and like, again, yeah, like be out of my house. Like Mm -hmm. it just... I will say it does take a lot of convincing when I know that, like, I'm going to leave, drive 30-plus minutes to somewhere, and then I need to drive the 30-plus minutes to get home, which is why, like, it's nice when I can just crash at our friends when I'm already downtown. See, I would never do that. I would not sleep over at their house. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's a planned sleepover. Like, I wouldn't just... Yeah. I'm going to crash here because I can't do that. Like, I can't. I'm so uncomfortable with, like sleeping arrangements and stuff mm. like I just because I just I, mean, I, I, don't I just always, sleep so poorly it's like I might as well just go home or else I'm just gonna lay here all night anyways yeah. I just like to have the option like if I yeah. do drink is it cool if I sleep on your couch and yeah. most of the time they're like yeah and then like if I don't then I just drive home but sometimes yeah. I'm just like oh I hate the fact that I have to drive home now yeah yeah so, yeah yeah okay, I have a question for you okay Do you think that a reclusive life is or can be damaging? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, Is, I don't know if it's as absolute as that, uh, because I think it depends on the person. Um, Can be 100%. Like, that's, it's literally linked to, like, mental illness. So, for sure. Um, Can be in the sense that, like, I do think, like I just said, you can miss out on things. You know what I mean? Like, like if there's anything I regret, I do regret not going out to Dark Horse that night with karaoke because everyone was like, said y'all had a great time and y'all were up on stage. I know, but like, (laughs) I mean, you drove two hours. I was at the lake. Yeah. I think. Maybe I was in Memphis, actually. I don't remember where I was. But still that just like sucked because again it was like everyone except me i know and then it was like also an awesome time like if it was like if it was like an average night at the bars it's like oh, who gives yeah. a fuck that was an elite night for no reason yeah so that it's was- one of those things where it's like 
oh, fuck, I, yeah, I miss out on that. And then everybody talks about it, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, glad y'all had fun. But not every night is like that, too. So it's like, you can't. You never like, know when, when it's going to be like a legendary night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just never know. <laughs> that one night they all got together, they just sat at the belt line. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. I mean, still it just a good depends. Time, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that depending on your personality, how much like you force yourself to go out, stay home, or how much you want to go out and stay home, I think either thing can be damaging. Yeah. Like, I think it can be equally damaging to do both. Like, I think that if I force myself to go out every single time our friends had last-minute plans or were planning something or wanted to do something, mm-hmm. I think that would be equally as damaging as, like, let's say, Raina, who, like, really, really needs time with her friends for her recharging forcing her to self, self to stay home would be damaging. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, I think yeah. it's equal depending on the person and how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's my answer. <laughs> I agree. I really just like, I just, for people that I know that I feel like use it as an excuse in the sense of like, they don't ever go do anything fun because mm. they're in like a state of like depression or whatever, where it's yeah. like, where do you, how do you tell them, like, hey, you need to get out of the house you need to go without, leave. like, offending them? Like, I hate yeah. that part of, like, helping people. Yeah. Because it makes me so uncomfortable sometimes where it's, like, I can see you struggling. Yeah. But, like, I don't want you to feel like I'm forcing you to do something out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I definitely think that you can go through, like, seasons of, like, kind of depressive episodes where like mm-hmm. you want to stay home more, even more than you normally would. Yeah. Um, And I definitely think it's important to be mindful of that, that you're not like, you're not accidentally self isolating so much that it is like uh, damaging. Like yeah. you said, like it definitely should not cross that line. Yeah. Really. Like, and a balance of your own like scale, like you, like our balances are completely different. Yeah. But like we both know how to balance them. Yeah yeah <laughs> that makes sense yeah no i think it made sense okay um yeah i just think that it, i just think that it's one of those things where we're also getting to a point where equally i think the people are like the most and least reclusive ever because most reclusive in the sense that like you have everything you need at home now oh yeah like entertainment food you can get your food delivered you can get your groceries delivered like realistically you don't have you could not leave your house for a week and And be just fine for a month and be just fine like you don't have to go even outside to go fetch water out of the well like it's just (laughs) comes into your house you know what i mean like yeah we're we are so enabled to be homebodies that i think that definitely has like some contributions oh and post-covid i think people got so like chill with yeah. being home doing everything from home yeah. yeah that's why literal floor plans have like changed because of that like oh, yeah the open floor like the open concept was like a homebody thing and then it's funny because then after that when kind of like covid era came around people wanted rooms to be more closed off again because they needed space like from their Mm. own family members from the other Mm. people living in the household and so it's interesting how like even things like interior design have been affected by people's natural like inclination to stay home or Mm. not or how much they're doing in their home versus not whatever whatever interesting but i also think that equally there's this 
and this is not true for everybody and it's not true for every situation, but I think that there can be something said for people going out for the sake of like posting it on social media mm. and not going out like to the bars. I mean, going out and doing something interesting in general and just being like, look where I am. Look what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely feel like that can be an aspect of it where it's like, that's super oh, let's go to this cool thing because I want to post about it. Mm -hmm. Not because like I genuinely want to go to this thing. It's like I'm going because I want to take a cool Instagram picture mm -hmm. because I want to do this, which I'm guilty of this. Yeah. Like one of the reasons I want to go to the Atlantic Comic Convention is because I want to get some content there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not like necessarily a good or bad thing, but I think it does contribute to people being more inclined to stay home or go out. Yeah. And I think depending on the person just depending on their lifestyle whatever mm -hmm. i think it can make you stay home more or get out of your house more just yeah. depending so definitely think it also depends on who you live with who you what live with oh 100 because like your home situation can definitely dictate where you want to be for oh, yeah. sure like yeah i couldn't imagine like growing up if i didn't like my home situation like I probably would have a very different outlook on like being a reclusive person. Oh, for sure. Or like where I would recharge. Yeah. So, um, and definitely also like who you're living with, like as far as like your relationship goes, because mm -hmm. Brendan and I are definitely both homebodies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, like an ideal date night for us is like ordering in food and watching a movie in mm -hmm. our house. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, that's like we're good with that you know what i mean mm -hmm. granted we love to go to the movies so like even when we do go out we go out and like sit in a movie theater and don't talk you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. so it's just one of those things where it's like it's kind of the same it's just on a better screen and better mm -hmm. food and whatever whatever um but i you know i imagine it's very different because like obviously there are introverts and extroverts that are married so yeah the introvert goes out more because she's mm -hmm. married to an extrovert or vice versa so i feel like that probably has a lot of something to do with it i mean that's how gage and i were like i you were more the i party a lot to go in out college and he, in. and he would always just chill at home and like it was never an issue like yeah sometimes he would be my dd and come pick me up and like didn't care but like he would not, he did not like to do that. He didn't want to go out and feel like he had to have stupid conversations with people. Yeah. Like, he was like, why? When I can just sit at home when and I be leave. comfy. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm glad you're comfy because I want to go dance. <laughs> and he was like, I'm glad you want to go dance. Go I dance. Don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, So, like, yeah. I think there's just a balance. Like I said, like, regardless if you could do it, you, you know, it just depends on your personalities. But, yeah. 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 I will say it's funny, though, because it has changed a bit. And it's been definitely, I think, weird for Brendan get, to get used to me going out more. Because, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. when, like, my girl gang friend group, girl we gang. hang out once every few months. And it's like, we'll go to Disney for a weekend. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, Shell J will come up here for a weekend and, like, we'll spend, like, all day doing something. But it's like... At the house where we're, like, crafts together, like, yeah, very yeah, yeah. wholesome, like, whatever activities, like, not really, like, going out or partying or being out late or whatever. But with our our friend group, like, our creatives friend group, mm -hmm. that's definitely more of, like, a let's go out and party vibe. Yeah. Which is so funny because I literally just have never really done that, like, consistently. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Mm -hmm. And it 
was interesting for a while brendan being like why do you want to go out all the time and i was just like <laughs> i just want to hang out with my friends like it's you know what i mean it's not anything um like related to like just partying or drinking or this that or the other it's like just my friends want to go out and I want to go hang out with my friends and that's what they're doing. So that's what I'm going to go do. Yeah. And I think it took him a little bit to be like, okay, okay like, yeah, that's fun for you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think it was kind of like a, not culture shock to him, but I think it was like a, that's the only word I can think of right now. Like a culture yeah, yeah, shock yeah. to him of like, you're going to go do that and that's going to be fun for you. And mm -hmm. I was like, actually, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I'm a changed woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know that I would do well with dating an extreme extrovert. Mm. Like, Why do you say that? Because if we weren't on the same like playing field of like liking sometimes to be just chill at home, mm -hmm. if it was like they never liked to be at home, they always wanted to go, like whatever. Oh, I see. I don't think I would like that because... I'm not a hundred percent like that all the time. Yeah. And so I could but see if my they wanted to go out. I know that you not because they pressured you, but you would feel pressured to go out too. Yes. And yeah. so then I would sacrifice my own probably detrimentally in that sense of like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it would just like a hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um that's a good thing to note. Yeah. Now that you're, you know, dating around yeah. and stuff. I mean, I don't feel like I lean towards not the necessarily that like, like crazy. Yeah, anyway, well, so. and not necessarily that like you. I feel like it's specific because it's one of those things where it's like, if he's going out to like be with the boys and it's boys' night, obviously you wouldn't feel pressured to go out because like that's, that's like boys' night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things where I feel like it kind of depends. Where like even if he is super extrovert and like wants to go out all the time i feel like it depends on what the going out looks like yes you know what i mean because if it's like once or twice a week that he wants to like maybe y'all go out to dinner one night a week and then like another night a week y'all kind of like want to go out and party or something mm -hmm, together mm -hmm. but then like a third night a week he kind of goes out with the guys or yeah, has yeah, like yeah, poker yeah. night or like whatever yes, boys yeah, do but whatever those guys do you know <laughs> hang up some drywall and cook meat on the smoker like you know what i mean oh just depending God. i feel like it definitely would depend on those factors right. as well it's the idea that like don't ask me to go out to the bars every weekend yeah, exactly. Because there's no freaking way. Yeah, no. Especially like as I get older, I'm tired. Girl, it's I'm funny tired. because like <laughs> I have been thinking about that because I just like, well, because we, we talked about this the past few times I've drank alcohol, even just a little bit, I've had like a raging headache like the rest of the evening into yeah. the next day. I don't know what in my brain has like switched where it's just like, I just really have not enjoyed it recently. I wonder if it's like the sugary aspect of the drinks though. Cause like, but like I've had different drinks, you know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's not like I was just drinking one thing all those times. It was mm -hmm. like, I've had a few different things. Like mm -hmm. one time I think it was like, uh, like a skinny margarita or something that I had, mm -hmm. which I never drink. Um, and then another time it was wine and then it was like a different type of wine. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. Um, but I just haven't enjoyed it. And like, it's made me not want to really drink at all. But mm. then like, it's also kind of hard to go out and like not drink at all just because of my personality. Like mm. naturally, 
being in a bar is like not my ideal situation. I don't mm. like people touching me. I don't like crowds of people. Like mm-hmm. that all gives me anxiety a little bit. A little bit. So I kind of yeah. like not not to say I need the alcohol because that sounds bad, but I kind of need that alcohol to like take that little bit of edge off. So I'm not thinking about those yeah. things as much, and I'm able to enjoy myself. It's not like you're getting trashed. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so it's one of those things where like like for our trip to New Orleans, I'm a little bit apprehensive about it just because. I haven't wanted to drink and like mm-hmm. maybe I'll end up having a glass of wine, but like literally the thought of tasting wine right now, like sipping wine right now is like actually repulsive to me. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. You like, need to like find something different. We need to get you like something that's not whatever you've been drinking and see if that changes it at all. Yeah. But like even the thought of like trying something new, like genuinely makes me feel sick to my stomach. It's weird. so bizarre. It's okay. so bizarre. It's like when I go through those stages of, um, breakfast like where I wake up in the morning yeah. and the thought of trying to eat makes me sick but then mm-hmm. I go through other periods of time where I wake up literally starving and if I don't eat I feel like I'm gonna be sick mm-hmm. it's kind of like that where it's like literally the thought of it makes me kind of like feel queasy yeah it's so weird but I'm like a little bit apprehensive about Nola because of that which we have a few people in our friend group that like don't drink at all so that makes me feel better that's not, like yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna be like the only one that's not drinking if I don't mm-hmm. but also our friend group likes to be out late as a fuck. And I'm like, if we're out till 4 a.m. and I have nothing to like mm-hmm. keep the party mm-hmm. going in my veins, I'm like. She's going to be like twitching. I'm literally <laughs> going to like sit on the freaking st- bourbon street and just cry. <laughs> like, I don't know. You just tell so, me. You just look me in my eyes and I'm going to know. I'm going to know. You give I me just, the look. Oh, my God. I'm a little bit nervous about it. But gonna I know I'm going to have fun. Through. Like, I'm, it's our friends. Like. Yeah. I'm going to have fun. I've never, I've literally not ever once not had a fantastic time with our oh, friends. absolutely. Wherever we've gone, whatever we've done. Mm-hmm. So I'm not that worried about it. But like, it's but, just one of those things where like, I know that I'm probably not going to drink. And so I'm just curious because it's been a long time since I've been out to the bars stone cold sober, which I used to do all the time also. You know what I mean? I couldn't tell you the last time I was stone cold sober at a last bar. Last time I was stone cold sober at a bar was probably college. Although the night we did the karaoke, I really, I was drinking freaking cider. And I think I had like two. So yeah. like basically sober. Basically sober. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, and I was with Raina most of the night and she wasn't drinking obviously. So yeah. We'll Man. see. We'll I see. Mean, I think we're going to have to power through both of us because um, we don't, we don't, function the way they do it just takes and so I, much time to recover whether i, I drink or not know they're gonna party every night because being I've been out talking that to, late like they want to party every night so i'm mentally preparing myself like out yes how girl because they <laughs> she's turning 21 she's ready that's she's she's the youngest one though everybody else is older they're not old like us I guess the that's K-8 true. In their that's not true though, because literally, Raina, Ashton, me, Cam are all the same age. Well, what's wrong with me? I will accept the the title as grandma. See, my thing but is that Sarah's ready to go in the hard in the paint too. So, and she's older than me. Man, see, no, wait, we're the same age. <laughs> well, yeah. My my thing is that like Raina doesn't drink, hasn't drank ever, and she will be ready. She will be out until 4 a.m. at the bars dancing, having the time of her life. And I genuinely in the mood for that, too. I know. But like she will either way, like she'll rally to that mood. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I commend you. 
We're gonna good need to get you like because some seltzer. That's like hard. Some, not, well, you don't like seltzers. Man. I'm telling you, bro, if I need sip caffeine, alcohol though. right now, I no, will throw I just it up. Mean you're gonna need caffeine. Like you're gonna oh, need yeah. something to yeah. get you through the night. I'm definitely gonna have to have coffee. Yeah. For sure. Because I will be participating in things that are not alcohol and be fine. Maybe I'll oh, dang it. No. I don't know why. I was about to say something about the movie I saw last night, but you weren't there. But he, the short story is that he drinks Australian coffee, and apparently in the movie, at least, Australian coffee is, like, super great. And he has, like, one cappuccino or whatever, and he's like, how are we going to do this? Are you going to do this? Am I, I, I going to do this? And he's like, and I'm like, maybe I need Australian coffee to get yeah. me through this event. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not going to drink every night and if i do i really do think i'm just gonna be like on my champagne gang like i yeah. always do yeah when i just want light easy no hangover the next day kind yeah of vibe, so yeah i just like i also just kind of feel like i want to get back into my sober era yeah. i think that's the other piece of it is that i'm just like i know alcohol is bad for me mm-hmm. i know i don't feel great after i drink it and mm-hmm. i'm like if i stop being kind of reliant on it in the sense that it kind of loosens you up and whatever whatever mm-hmm. maybe i won't feel like kind of the need to have it sometimes when we go out yeah so i'm kind of hoping nola will like show me that i can still be fun sober even though it's been a really long time since i've tried oh, to be you fun can be sober fun, sober yeah i know mm-hmm. but you know what i mean where yeah, it's like yeah. one of those things where it's like you need to show yourself yeah 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 I no one it. else would be like you're not fun when you're sober in our group no yeah, one would yeah. say that to me but yeah. in my heart i need to be like you're still fun when you're sober, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's party, let's dance. I don't so. think this sounds so bad, but I really don't think I'll ever be sober because yeah. it's not even that I drink it to like loosen up. I just like like the taste of different alcohols. I like yeah. to like make new drinks I don't and think try that's a bad new thing things. at all. I mean, that's like that's ninety eight percent of people. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. Like, and I know for a fact it's a where I'm moving, small portion of the population. My mom friends. They are ready to drink. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, like, it's just, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I definitely, it's always something that I do monitor though, is like how I am with alcohol, just because I do have a lot of alcohol licks in my family. Yeah. So I try to like not ever get into that kind of mindset of it. But yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm anywhere near that. So that's I mean, good. definitely good to just like be careful and monitor your behavior, no matter who's in your family. Yeah. Make definitely. sure that you're not like reliant on it to have yeah. a good time or reliant on it to be okay like how much are you drinking in a night <laughs> like yeah exactly literally. um yeah okay. definitely don't want to get into that territory well that was fun to get off track <laughs> <laughs> we're so good at this oh man um okay i mean i thought like this kind of a short episode if this is where we're drawing the line because i don't have anything else on my on my recluse stuff that was all that i had okay i'm gonna ask you one thing to like close it out okay um so when you're in your reclusive times okay what is like your so favorite all the time. got it okay yeah <laughs> what is your like favorite thing that you do or like something that happens like an outcome when you're like being reclusive like i know what mine is but tell me yours and then i'll answer because i'm not 100 okay. percent sure i know your the, so i know my answer because of how I am when I get into reclusive modes, mm-hmm. I'm very, like, thoughtful. Oh, okay. And so, like, I tend to lean towards, like, creative ideas uh. and, like, brainstorming and mm-hmm. just, like, can kind of get, like, lost in an imagination, like, vibe. Mm-hmm. And so that's, like, one of my favorite things about when I do go into my little reclusive modes. Even if nothing comes creative of it. Creative juices are flowing. I just feel like 
because I love my imagination so much, like I can just like go yeah. wherever my brain takes me mm-hmm. and there's no interruptions. It might be peace and quiet. I might have a little like vibe going, but like the freedom of just having like an empty mind almost, but yeah. like my mind's just more creative and so it automatically fills with ideas and stuff. I just love that. Like yeah. it genuinely like makes my reclusive times feel like fun mm. if that makes sense yeah. like not that they're not fun if I didn't do that but like that's probably like one of my favorite things I would say mine because like again it's not like a period of time for me yeah, it's it, all the time. it <laughs> really is just kind of always yeah but I will say my favorite thing about like like let's say I have an entire day at home, day at home with nothing on my schedule so mm-hmm. I can just do whatever a hundred percent and this sounds kind of bad is like overall just like having the opportunity to be productive how i want to be productive okay like when we realized that we had today off we're recording this on martin luther king day and our company has this off and we literally realized sunday evening or like sunday afternoon that we had the day off because we got that i got the date switched up at least mm-hmm. um such a nice realize i had the next day off and i was like oh my gosh i have a whole day Mm-hmm. to get done whatever I feel like needs yeah. to get done. And I'm always naturally just balancing a hundred different things between work and YouTube. And I open back up my ear shop and I'm working on house projects and I'm working on projects for friends, like mm-hmm. whatever. Like I have the whole day to really like make the day what I need it to be. Right. And that is like my singular most favorite thing about just like having a day at home or having like a reclusive day mm-hmm. like the weekends where I have an entire weekend at home with no plans are my favorite weekends because I always get so much done I make so much progress on projects like I mean so you're last, a productive recluse yes like mm-hmm. last the last weekend that I had an entire weekend free I I've no I didn't finish that wall yeah, I finished that wall, mm-hmm. painted almost the entire rest of this living room, mm-hmm. and, like, measured out and drew up the bookcase plans for the living room. Right. You know what I mean? Like, all in, like, an evening and a half a day. Which is awesome. Which is so much stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? But I couldn't do that because, like, if I on, like, a regular workday or regular weekend, I would have to paint for an hour or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get ready to go do something. Mm-hmm. And so I just, yeah, that's what I love the most is having the option to be productive however I feel like being productive mm-hmm. because a lot of times I, I'm productive because I have to be. Like, I have to get your yeah. orders done. I have to get a podcast up. I have to do my job. Stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> when I have the creativity to choose my adventure for the day, oh, that is like... Chef's kiss. Love. That is what I love the most. I love being Choose able to do. your adventure. Yeah, because I also feel like I do my best work when I'm doing what I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I feel like making ears and I come up with a cute new design or I'm just working on ear orders, I feel like I make my best ears. Yeah. When I'm like getting through it because I have to, not that the ear quality sucks, but I just feel like there's less like love put into them and I just feel like it shows somehow. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where do my best work when I'm doing whatever the fuck I want to do. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Anyways, uh, well, if you're a recluse, let us know on our most recent Instagram post related to this episode. Um, we'd love to hear your stories about reclusivity. Yeah. Uh, and then make sure you go follow us on Instagram um, at chapters.pod and on TikTok, but we need to be better about TikTok. We've been pretty good about Instagram, but TikTok, we need to get back on I that shit. I pretty good about TikTok. 
Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have. I don't know yeah. what it is, but I feel like Instagram's kind of back in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like TikTok's kind of losing its edge. I feel like it's getting more competitive. Yeah. And because it's getting more competitive, I feel like Instagram's getting less competitive. Yeah. And, and YouTube shorts. I'd be forgetting about YouTube shorts. YouTube too. shorts too, man. Those been, those been popping off too. Yeah. But anyways, follow us at chapters.pod on Instagram and TikTok. You can find Zoe on Instagram at TGI Zoe. Or if you're into the bookstagram stuff, she's got a new Instagram called Turning Pages with Zoe. That's Z-O-E. Uh, you can also find her on YouTube at Just Zoe with three E's. So that's J-U-S-T-Z-O-E-E-E. You can find me on Instagram at Holly underscore Hickman or for my unhinged content, mainly Star Wars based. You can follow me at Padawally. That's P-A-D-A-W-O-L-L-Y. Or on YouTube at just Holly Hickman. All right. Take us home, Zoe. All right, guys. Remember, if you never turn the page, you'll never know how your chapter ends.